Hello Ponders, happy Friday and welcome back to another episode of Pause, Sip and Ponder. I hope you guys are doing well. If this is your first time, welcome and thank you so much for joining us. If you are curious about what Pause, Sip and Ponder is all about, well, I can give you a short description, but you can also go ahead and check out my last episode where I talk more in depth about what this podcast is all about, what kind of guests I'm looking for, and my goals here. Basically, this is a place, a safe place for us to sit down, relax, ponder on life reflect on life it's a community of love of encouragement motivation positivity and we learn from one another and yeah so that's what we are doing today also in this episode this is a special episode because i am joined by my friend glory i have learned so much from her in just this session alone she's such a kind outgoing person and can always bring a smile and laugh to your day especially in her videos as a show social media influencer you may also know glory as rice in the youtube channel slice and rice with her fiance matt aka slice and to give you a background of what they do in their channel i quote from their channel they give you fresh comedy from sketches exploring each other's korean and african background most recognizable for their parodies story times parodies of popular films and pop culture and after this episode please go check them out and subscribe they are a huge inspiration to me and I had no idea that they lived in my area and I got the privilege to meet them randomly and in this episode Glory talks about her journey and experience as a social media influencer we bring up the pros and cons of social media and its effects on individuals in our community so she also gives advice to new creatives like me and also I want to apologize for my audio it's not super clear Glory's is more clear which is fine because I wanted to focus on her but I had gotten a new laptop and it's not working with my mics very well in this session so i might have to switch back to my old dinosaur laptop after this but um yeah that's it so grab your coffee or whatever desired drink of your choice sit down relax and let's just chat all right once again i have glory here aka rice from slice and rice and would you like to introduce yourself yes hello (laughs) i'm so excited to be on this um yeah as she said my name is glory i am rice the other half of slice and rice too bad slice couldn't be here (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i'm 25 years old uh i best i i guess you can say i'm a youtuber Mm -hmm. um but yeah i'm a creative just like pauline and i basically work from home um to pursue youtube as full-time Awesome, awesome. And like I said, it was so spontaneous that we met. It's yeah. insane. <laughs> and I guess just to give some people some background about who you are, what Slice and Rice is, uh, what really made you guys, or you maybe individually, what made you want to go into YouTube? Yeah, so I've been into YouTube since like 2006, which is wow. a long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think YouTube actually was created in either 2004 or 2005. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was like on it in the beginning. And I just remember seeing people at that time making music videos online was huge. Yeah. So like I saw people doing that. Um, back then, my favorite YouTuber was Ricky Dillon. So yes. I don't know if you know him. You know him? <laughs> yes. So yeah, he started out doing music videos, same with like Gen X pen socal hco 888 if anyone knows them like i was like watching them so Mm -hmm. much i wanted to do that too and i started off doing music videos on youtube but i kind of gave up that dream i guess you can say yeah in uh my freshman year of college because you know school gets really busy um but it wasn't until i met matt that uh, i found my love for youtube again because it was the same story with him like he started his youtube channel in 2006 as well so we just kind of clicked and hit it off right away and then after we started dating we realized it was just the right thing to do to create a youtube channel together yeah and also they are getting married soon so congrats to that (laughs) thank you um, so what is an influencer to you? Because not many people know exactly what it is. Um, so how would you define it for yourself? Yeah, it's kind of weird because sometimes I tell people, like instead of saying I'm a YouTuber, sometimes I'll say, oh, I'm a social media influencer. Mm. And they kind of just don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess like to be a social media influencer, 
um, is someone that just kind of has a presence online um, and quote unquote power. I don't like that word, but I guess like some sort of power that kind of moves other people or inspires um, or entertains other people online. That's what I would kind of make as my own definition. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think it's really someone who takes the opportunity to inspire, like you said, Mm -hmm. and really give something to the world and where that people can be motivated to do something or, you know, it can really bring people together, I think, and influences the world in Mm -hmm. a positive way. Although, this is me personally, I think there's many quote-unquote influencers out there who may be doing in like different directions, you know, so I feel like with the impact that social media has done and like has changed over time, like like you said, like YouTube back then was was just kind of like innocent, like everyone was just uploading things randomly just for the fun of it, now it's just like, I feel like there's a lot of pressure and like even to start one like you have to consider a lot of things yeah now. oh my gosh yeah. yeah have you been influenced by other people oh you already said you get, like ricky dylan and like right for have me I... I think it was like she Dawson. oh yeah <laughs> and like, I liked him too and like even like the makeup gurus back then michelle fawn like, the, michelle fawn oh i think she recently took a break yeah from youtube definitely yeah um but she was, i think she was like the queen of everything oh my gosh yeah <laughs> for sure. and also i don't know bub's beauty i used to watch her she's almost close to like michelle fun and you know like the asian community they were really big back then mm. the music industry oh, back true. then it was just like very simple but mm-hmm. i miss it but. i know i miss it too so you grew up on youtube as well yeah oh, yeah that's so totally cool. like <laughs> There's so many videos out there and where, like, I remember everything <laughs> and all they say. It's like, oh, I know the scene. Oh. Yeah. I think, when did they start? 2005, I think? 2006. YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was 05. Yeah, so that was a while ago. Yeah, how old were you in 2005? <laughs> like, seven, oh six. Oh, my gosh. That is wild. <laughs> and I was still watching. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But um, before you started, or while you're starting... Um, YouTube, what were some of the consequences that that you encountered or the risks that, you know, you you thought about yeah. beforehand? Well, to be honest, I think, like, when you start on YouTube, so you're at, like, zero, right? right? You don't really expect to get a lot of subscribers, so I feel like I didn't really think about, like, right. what consequences there would be. Um because, like you said, I feel like in the past, it was kind of people were uploading for no rhyme or reason. It was just because mm-hmm. they wanted to. But with Slice and Rice, it was a lot more intentional. Like, me and Matt both had this, like, fire in us where we wanted to create on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But we both kind of, like, let it go. And then when we met each other, it rekindled that fire. So because we both, like, believe in God, we mm-hmm. both had a feeling that, oh, like, God never wanted to let this go for our lives Mm -hmm. so there's some reason that we're both like connecting so strongly over this so once it came to slice and rice I think I realized oh like not in a cocky way but in more in a godly way I was Mm -hmm. like this could be something really big and um even though we were growing kind of slow in the beginning I me and Matt always had that sureness about it like it wasn't cockiness it was more confidence through God like no like he is going to he's going to do something big with this we just don't know what it is yet so I think in that sense um I did think about the consequences at that point um so that's why we're always kind of I guess very intentional about what we upload we always like pray before an upload um, always awesome. pray before video, you know, yeah. every time. So we are pretty intentional about that, and we realize that no matter what we put online, even if it gets deleted, it's going to stay there. <laughs> we yeah. just kind of have to act like it's there forever, so you have to be kind of careful about that. Yeah, like she said, one thing that they both do is they really wear their faith on their sleeve, and they have no shame. And then I think people like you are helping people realize that it's nothing to be ashamed about. Mm-hmm. And like That's really like one of my motivations is to really spread God's word and mm-hmm. be an influence and inspiration to others and to send hope. So that's one thing I really admire about you oh, guys. You. It's, yeah. it's really great what you guys are doing. And you'll never know, like, you know, things as, you know, it's between the flesh and the spirit. You yeah. know, it's like, it's so easy for us to set aside God and just like be ashamed and, you know, but that's just our flesh telling us yeah, to say that, exactly. you know, it's, 
it's really powerful to know that you guys are willing to, to ri- take the risk mm-hmm. in such a crazy world. <laughs> yeah. But your purpose, like, I think that's what everything has to be driven by is your purpose. And oh, I yeah. Think everyone has to be reminded about, you know, what yeah. their purpose is in their life. So. Exactly. That's so true. Yeah. And then also, what are the downfalls in being an influencer or being on YouTube? Because, uh, of course, it brings many, many blessings and many great benefits, you know. Uh, but what are some downfalls that it bring along the way? Uh, I could argue that there's probably more downfalls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, at least you're honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, th- no, I think the good things outweigh the bad. But obviously with, like, social media, it's just, right. like, people are cruel. Like, you know, there's so much competition and there's so many haters, of course. Um, luckily, we haven't experience like really bad hate but that's definitely a downfall like you expose yourself you have to know like if you're ever going into this industry or anything like even you like doing this these podcasts Mm -hmm. like you have to know that you have to be prepared for like the worst I mean that's that's like (laughs) an important mindset I feel like even though it's a bad one I mean there's people that will I don't know, like, try to expose you or, like, put you down, um, whether it's out of jealousy or just because they just genuinely don't like you. Like, you definitely, that's a huge downfall for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, and then also I would say a downfall actually is, like, as you grow, um, I don't know, like, people might want to use you or Mm -hmm. people, sometimes you realize, like, oh, who's really there for you because of your friend or who's Mm -hmm. not really, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of downfalls that come with it. It's really definitely not all good. I think they're they're pretty even when it comes to good and bad. Um, But at the end of the day, the good does outweigh the bad, but the bad can be pretty bad. Yeah, definitely. I think it's kind of scary. I mean, it's cool (laughs) because, of course, if you have, like, a fan base, like, yeah. You guys share almost everything about your guys' lives on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So it's as if they know, like, a majority of yeah. your life. But deep inside, like, you know, there's so much more to that. Like, when mm-hmm. I met you, of course I was fangirling. Mm-hmm. I was just <laughs> I was just hiding it. But honestly, when I got to talk to you, like, genuinely, it's like, like there's so much more I can yeah. tell that's within you and Matt's life, you mm-hmm. know. And it's tricky to encounter people because you don't know. Like, you know, like you said, your intention. Yeah. And I was hesitant to, to say this on this episode, mm-hmm. but one thing I actually encountered, uh, this is, the, what's today? What's the date? The 26th. Uh, so this week I'm supposed to record uh, or give you guys an episode, but I decided not to just because I needed some, I don't know that I'm stressed. or It's not that I want to take a break or yeah. it's just I really need to reevaluate you know what i'm doing here on this podcast and it's just a challenge for me so lately um a lot of people have been approaching me and wanting to have sessions and one thing i'm very strong about is that i want to hear everybody's story Mm -hmm. like i'd love to hear um everybody's experience and the topics that you guys want to talk about um and then i encountered you know just the thoughts of my back going coming back to my my own intention my purpose on this Mm -hmm. podcast is to really encourage people and to bring something to the community and not that i'm like you know pushing people away and saying that you know particular topic should be shouldn't be on the podcast but i really want to challenge all of you guys even if i might because I'm going to be a little bit more strict mm-hmm. in who I interview and who I have sessions with just because I want to make sure that you guys, you know, know for yourself what you're giving to the people, you mm-hmm. know. And that's one challenge I'm challenged with right now. And I think that's that's another scary thing is that you have an audience listening. You know, you proclaim yourself because a lot of people can proclaim themselves as something or really sh- tell people what they are, but it really depends on their steps after that so yeah I think it's really important they're they're literally watching you yeah <laughs> or they're listening to me but they're literally watching you so no I I actually really respect that because I feel like you're still kind of early on with your podcast right. but you're already learning you know that the importance of I don't know I guess this is your podcast so you should be able to say no to people and you should be able to Mm -hmm. ask people that you want to be on your podcast you know like but I feel like Matt and I are still kind of learning to say no or you know sometimes it's hard and awkward but um when you really have a vision you want to hold strong to that and don't be like 
too soft, I guess, sometimes just because you feel you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's, it's yours. It's the vision that you have and you don't want to be lenient to someone else just because you feel bad for them or something, you know? So that's, I definitely am proud true. of you for that because it's really hard, especially early on, you know, because sometimes mm-hmm. when you're doing something early on, you'll take whatever you can get. But mm-hmm. um, I think that's really commendable that you can already kind of figure out what you want for your podcast yeah so what would you recommend like in my situation should I be not as easy or like choosy I don't know Mm. it's like (laughs) that's hard because um do you have like a clear uh I guess description as to what your podcast has or is it kind of vague to the point where you can't even argue I think that's the problem like I never took the time to really explain Mm -hmm. I think in my first episode I kind of did but it's just like a glance of it yeah I think you need like a short description that will um easily describe what it is that you want to cover in your podcast so that if someone comes to you with something that isn't aligned with what you have a vision for Mm -hmm. then they'll be more understanding because then you'll be like oh it says it right there in my description you know like um and I think it'll be less hard for you to kind of pick and choose um so as long as you have something not just um speaking it but in words so that there can kind of be proof I guess that you wrote something um yeah I would say spend a good like good amount of time on that yeah because that's like really important that's kind of going to set the whole tone of your podcast and who you want on it and I don't think at that point anyone can really argue with you like oh but it says here you Mm. do like controversial topics (laughs) you know what I mean or like yeah but like if you write if you're open to controversial topics maybe be even more specific like what kinds or like you know what I mean yeah there's a lot of ways yeah that makes that makes a lot of sense thank you for that so yeah like another thing we can talk about is you know, have you ever been discouraged on the way? Besides, like, the, the bad things that come with mm-hmm. being an influencer, like, were you ever discouraged and maybe thought about coming to the point of quitting or, like... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. A hundred thousand percent yes. Um, actually, it's a different reason that I feel like a lot of people can't really relate to is right. um, I share this channel with my now fiancé. <laughs> yes. So I feel like when people think of relationship mixing that with business that's like a huge no to so many people and a completely understandable reason why that's not good um but essentially this is me and my fiance sharing a business together um at the end of the day that's like what it is and so when we were just starting out um it was actually really hard to balance that because um we're two different people that want different things and we always have to find a middle ground in terms of humor video ideas and then like you know, even though this is all fun, there's a whole right. business side to it. There's a whole serious side that people don't see. So in the beginning, like, I was becoming obsessed with YouTube. We were not even at a 1,000 subscribers, and I thought I was, like, the bee's knees. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Watch oh, my out. gosh. I'm so, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I needed to be humbled. But yeah. at that time, I was, like, getting so obsessed with YouTube <clears throat> that, like, it was starting to come between me and Matt's relationship. And that was a really hard time of our lives because like, if I even mentioned the word YouTube, Matt would get like, he wouldn't like it because I would just talk about it all the time. So after that, we had like a long discussion about it. And I think if it wasn't for that um, situation, like I I feel like that was a much needed thing that happened to our relationship because it kind of, ever since that like it hasn't ever happened again which I'm really happy because now we're like at 600,000 subscribers and it it, I feel like it could get even worse as time goes on but I feel like that at that time we understood if Slice and Ice ever becomes more important than our relationship then we'll stop like we'll drop Slice and Ice like a fly Mm -hmm. honestly like I will never let um what I do online come before like god and my fiance my family my friends like if it ever gets to that point like I don't even want to do it and so um you know it's just it's just a thing that's it's it's fun and it's what I want to do and I believe god wants me to do it but like you should never let things that you are super passionate about come before the things in your life that are really actually important right so um yeah it was that experience that was a huge like time where we've really thought about quitting and not doing it um but after how many years or months was that well how long did it take I guess it was like a year into doing Slice and Rice so it wasn't even like that we had it for that long but 
so it's still early on, but uh, it kind of set our minds straight forever. I mean, I just feel yeah. like that was much needed. Like, honestly, we almost broke up because oh. of it. Yeah. And that's, like, so sad. Like, can you imagine <laughs> me telling someone why we broke up? Yeah, you our YouTube channel. <laughs> like, yeah. But that being said, like, that's not for everyone. Like, rela- mixing relationship with business is not for everyone. Oh, my gosh. Actually, I think it's mo- it shouldn't be for most people. I mean, and I'm guessing you learned a lot about him, like, yeah. while dating him because of YouTube. Yeah, exactly. But, like, we've learned how to balance it much better. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely hard because we only see each other, like, twice a week maybe Mm -hmm. um we're kind of long distance but um we somehow managed to make it work um yeah so I'm I'm pretty happy where it is now yeah and I think you're learning things on the way like like you said you're long distance so that's patience Mm -hmm. and like just um trust is another thing and just communication so I think even in the hardest things good things come out of it yeah absolutely what motivated you to keep going after all those those things that are have been happening what Mm -hmm. kept you and Matt going uh that's a good question because um I feel like with our journey in YouTube we've had kind of a unique experience um and I say that in terms of like there's certain things that happened in our YouTube career early on that was very different or unique to us that kind of let us know that God still wanted us to pursue it Mm -hmm. um I guess these, I don't know if these are good examples, but, um, like, YouTube themselves would recognize us um, on their Twitter or um, Instagram, you know, or YouTube itself, uh, their page, really early on in our YouTube career when we didn't even feel like it was, like, worthy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, like, in the beginning of our career, I guess, we were creators on the rise on YouTube, which is, like, a name that YouTube gives a creator that they believe is on the rise oh, cool. so it's like kind of you're on the trending page of YouTube yeah. and they really show off your channel and say hey this is a channel that's worth looking at that was like really early on wow. and no one else that we were like YouTube friends with had ever gotten that even people that were like close to millions of subs had never gotten creator on the rise so that was like wow. a unique experience um, but yeah I would say little things like that always showed us that um, like when we were discouraged like something like that would happen so it was like okay like we get it like this is definitely (laughs) like something we should work at because our growth was actually really slow like Mm. honestly like since we started in 2014 it's 2019 now we haven't even I don't mean to say I'm not grateful but like we're not at a million subs yet and um that's just like a standard good like number to think about and there's like several youtubers that gained a million subs in a year even that sounds like not attainable like right. to to have started in 2014 and to not see results until like 2018 was kind of discouraging because we were kind of like in the thousands for a really long time yeah. and it's just like oh is it worth it like at the end of the day it's not about a number but right. you know if you want to make it a full time like right. the numbers do kind of matter because then that's how you're going to get paid so mm-hmm. um it was really discouraging I but bet. yeah I, I actually forgot the question <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what motivated you? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, like, little things like that. <laughs> so I was, like, so carried away. But, yeah, it was little things like that that kind of helped remind us. But that's kind of, yes. like, from a God standpoint. So I don't yeah. really know if that's going to help someone that doesn't believe in God. But no, it really no. was that that what motivated us. Because otherwise, like, I feel like without knowing that that's what God's vision for us is, I feel like I would literally have no reason. Like, why am I uploading? Like, what, what is the point? Right. Like, I don't know. That's just how I see it. I think sometimes we walk into things blindly, especially Mm -hmm. if we're all hyped up. Um, So it can get hard when you just find yourself like, oh, like kind of like a midlife crisis. You're like, Mm -hmm. whoa, like what's going on, you know? And it's because maybe subconsciously we haven't even like put our full heart into it because we're just running, you know? Yeah. Keep keep running because it is stressful and it is just you have to keep on running. And sometimes if you feel like you want to stop, then, you know, things are going to go downhill. But Mm -hmm. For me, for this podcast, like, it hasn't been, like, like you know, yeah. straight up, but it's, like, I'm getting more plays than I actually yeah. thought, and it which is great, um, and I'm not focused on the numbers, I'm not focused on the money, yeah. um, the money takes a while, but, I mean, yeah. that's fine, um, but just the fact that I get to influence people, and, like, people, like, 
come up to me and like so because someone today was like hey ponder i'm like whoa are you joking no for real oh, no, but I, just have a I know the, i know you're good um like i know the person but we don't talk like yeah, intimately so it's still, like you'll it's never surprising. know and for you guys even though it took you a while or it's still taking you a while yeah. like definitely you've made an impact to many people even if they don't even press the subscribe button yeah that's yeah, just that's true. to know that people have witnessed you right just being a witness i think is just a great thing yeah you know? definitely yeah, so. in terms of social media and you being on it and it's been a while you you've probably seen the changes in mm-hmm. social media and what has been um blowing up so how do you perceive social media now do you see it as toxic in some ways do you see it as a good thing in most ways how do you see it right now um i definitely have like a love-hate relationship right. with social media <laughs> i actually like hate it because um I feel like if you have power, um, I mean, well, I feel like a lot of influencers have negative influence, and I feel like that spreads really easily, but, you know, obviously I love social media, because that's what I'm doing, but um, that's, like, part of the reason why, like, from a really young age, I've always wanted to have some sort of influence, because I've always believed, like, at a young age, like, oh, if I had influence, I feel like I would want to be a one of those positive influencers you know like because there's so much negativity online and in the world that um it's just I mean it's kind of unfortunate I mean unfortunate truth but if you have like power or influence online people are so much more like willing to listen to you so Mm -hmm. like if I were to have that type of influence like I always felt like God could trust me with um influence because I would treat it the right way you know like that's always been my ultimate goal um I don't want to speak for Matt but I feel like we both are in line with that like I feel like we like you said like we're not really ashamed to talk about God but we're Mm -hmm. also not like talking about God all the time and we don't want to consider ourselves like Christian YouTubers like at all actually I don't even like that (laughs) word but um at the same time like we want to be open about it so that people can um be like oh like I wonder what it is about them you know or something Mm -hmm. like that um and um ultimately we don't want people to view us as like uh idols or we we want them to look at us and see something about us that might be different which of course is god right but um by doing what we do like not to be obvious about it um i feel like the best way to do that is to have influence so like at least if i'm going to speak on my behalf i guess um Mm -hmm. That's what I love about social media is, like, when you have influence, you can use it for good in a lot of ways. Um, Yeah, so I think that's my favorite thing about it. So what about the bad things? Yeah, um, the bad things, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. I just feel like I see so many, I I don't know why this (laughs) bothers me so much. It might bother you, but I feel like I see so many young, like, girls, like, Uh, (laughs) you're already cringing. That's, like, what bothers me the most about it, actually, is how, like, young girls aren't even, like, enjoying their childhood anymore. Mm. They're really just trying to be, like, way older than they are. Instagram models. Yeah, it just (laughs) really bothers me. I don't, I just feel so bad for them, actually. Like, they skip the, like, the the awkward awkward stage. stage. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm over here, still within that stage. I know. It just really, like, upsets me, and I'm just like, why do you, like, feel like you have to do that. it's just so i think sad. that's what social media has done like yeah. the influence by it like they put standards basically and like they give girls standards mm-hmm. and they show them what it should be like yeah for instance like relationships like mm-hmm. quote-unquote relationship goals like yeah put, there's that. videos out there and it's just really cringy yeah and they make it seem like that's what it's supposed to be like and in all reality it's never probably gonna be like that you know yeah and i think they just put these people in like because you're just sitting down like viewing other people like scrolling 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 and for you know just to have that sense of i guess acceptance and if you follow these things and you feel accepted i don't know it's just it's weird (laughs) yeah it's weird i mean i've slowly like started to unfollow certain I guess you can say Instagram models on Instagram yeah. because I want I want to be inspired when I go on social media because it can be good for sure right. um, but there's just so many people that are like so impressionable I guess and 
they just want to be something they're not. Um, and the same thing that you said about the relationship goals, like, that's why I feel like um, me and Matt try our hardest to kind of be, like, um, authentic, I guess, online. Yeah. And I have no problem farting. Yeah, I love that, by the way. <laughs> Guys, she farts a it's lot. It's kind of gross, but... <laughs> she farts a lot, but it's okay. But, yeah, like, I just feel like... It's not like I'm doing it... Well, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> half of it is on purpose, but I don't know. But, I mean, they're natural, though. <laughs> it's not like it's fake. Yeah. But, um, what was I going with? No, I mean, I just... I don't like the whole, like, girls are supposed to not fart, so... Like, you know, or, like, stuff like that. Like, I just... I don't know. I like to defy a lot of stereotypes. Maybe that's not the best thing, if that's my only motivation, but Mm -hmm. um, I just don't want people to think that just to be online or just to be influential or well-known, you have to have this certain image or look. Like, it can be totally different. And the more different you are, the better. And actually, this is, like, a random thought I had um you know Jojo Siwa yeah so (laughs) I know she's like really like young seeming like her style and everything but if you think about it like how old is she like 15 probably 16 Mm -hmm. like most 15 year olds literally look like they're 18 to 21 now like just the way (sighs) they dress and do their makeup but like at the very least at least Jojo is embracing her kid's side you know like I feel like she gets a lot of hate for being so like young or like loving all these like sequins and rainbow stuff which is like you know not a lot of people style at her age but at the same time like at least she like I I think I heard her say once that she wants to embrace her age and um, she wants to show people that they don't have to try to look mature or like way older you know so I I actually really respect that about her because I feel like too many girls these days are just in a rush way too in a rush and like I'm so grateful for my awkward stage I really think that it's a needed (laughs) stage in everyone's life yeah totally yeah I think she's a great example of not worrying about what other people Mm -hmm. because there's just so many judgmental people out there and it's kind of inevitable like it just happens and she's a really good example of how girls shouldn't feel no i know this is a whole different episode but still (laughs) no we're good but still like girls shouldn't be or have the need to turn to social media for acceptance Mm -hmm. or just to check things off the list of what they need to do like i think life takes time and i think that's the beauty in it and now they're just rushing it and expecting something at the end but i feel like those who try the hardest like they're just gonna feel miserable at the end. I know it's so yeah. sad. Yeah. I agree completely. Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> yeah. Sorry for going off on that rant. <laughs> anyways, um, another thing we could talk about is what is some advice you would give? That's one thing I was very excited about is that I was able to have a session with you because, mm-hmm. not because you know you're a big YouTuber or influencer, mm-hmm. but really like I have the desire to learn from you. Yeah. You know, so what are some advices you would give to me to new upcoming creatives what would you say advice okay so i know we're doing different things though because yeah you're doing podcasts and yeah I'm doing i guess YouTube. in I terms of like the- giving <laughs> something to the world and being an influence yeah i mean i think you have to be really intentional about your why i guess like why am yeah. i doing this um totally. because if you don't have that like you're gonna feel so miserable you're gonna be lost and you're gonna start doing things that you don't even believe in yourself so yeah. i think for anyone that's a creative that wants to start on anything that has to do with like art or anything or even your own business like you have to start with your why like why am I doing this and what do I want to like get out of it um in terms of like exposure I think it's good to be uh, have a heavy presence within communities of people that are like-minded with you um, mm-hmm. Because you guys want you know, similar things, you have similar visions, so I think it's really important to surround yourself by people that are also, like, for you, into podcasts or, like, learn from them. Like, who are your favorite people that have podcasts and mm-hmm. why are they so successful? What are they doing that people are interested in, you know? Really involve yourself in different communities. Like, literally, like, go on, like, for example, Facebook and type in podcasts in podcasters, I don't know what you call them. True. <laughs> in Maryland, yeah, you know, yeah. or something, like... And, like, I don't know, go to things that, like, for example, um, I guess me and Matt, uh, since we're on YouTube, we went to YouTube conventions, you know? I don't know what they would have for podcasts. They probably have something. There's definitely something. I mean, it's becoming bigger these days, too. Yeah. 
So um, definitely, like, it's worth the investment. Um, and so when me and Matt were in um, college, we were broke, like, for sure. Like, that's not <laughs> $2. even... $2. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the experience, though, the right. college experience of being broke. But, yeah. like, to go to California to VidCon, which is, like, the biggest YouTube convention, was, like, a joke. Like, we never had enough money to do that. But if you really want something, you're going to really work for it. So the way we got there was we entered this uh, video contest for Student Health 101, mm-hmm. um, and we, like, spammed it everywhere. I mean, I don't really <laughs> recommend spamming your thing. What is the video called? Is it on? Called, yeah, it is. It's, it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely one of those cringe things. Yeah. But um, it, it was, like, a video contest about student health. I don't really know what it was, <laughs> but we spammed it. We, like, worked hard on it, made people vote for us, and we ended up winning, and the wow. prize was $500, which at the Ooh, time was, like, a lot. so much money, yes. like... I literally was like, oh my god, I'm rich. Like, I didn't know what to do. But, um, but we really wanted it. And um, we used that money towards like the flights to get to California. Right. And at the time, I had just gotten hired uh, on my first like big girl job out of college. And I used that first, the entire first paycheck to go to California. So, awesome. like, yeah, I would say, like, even if you're broke, like, that's. I don't want to say it's an excuse because it's real. It's it's right. definitely a real thing. But if you really want something, you're going to do anything to, like, make it work, you know? Right. So definitely invest in things that you believe will be helpful to you. Because going to California to VidCon for us was uh, definitely good because we met a lot of people. Um, we networked. We learned a lot about YouTubers and um there's this YouTuber that kind of shouted us out, like, really, like, shortly. We had, like, a hundred, exact, remember the exact number, we had 126 subscribers at the time, mm-hmm. and when he, his name is Mystic Got Jokes, uh, I don't know if you know him, but no. he does pranks on YouTube, and he saw us, he's like, what's your YouTube channel? We're like, Slice and Rice, and so he <laughs> just literally just said, oh, go subscribe to Slice and Rice, he didn't even know us, yeah. and then the next, like, when once he put that video up, we went from 126 to, like, 400 subscribers, which to oh, us was wow. a huge deal, so, like, you know, wow, I mean, you just insane. never know, I guess, what you'll get out of, like, what you put in, right. um, so that's also a huge uh, advice from me, is to not only to involve yourself in communities of people that do the same thing as you, but to invest in things that will definitely improve your skill set, um, yeah, I guess those are two really big things that I would awesome. say. Awesome. I guess in terms of, because even though we're kind of doing something different, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, organizing and planning, how does that really work? What's your kind of schedule and weekly? Like, how do you do that? Well, I guess it's a little bit different for me because now I'm doing this full-time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my schedule is a lot more free than it used to be. But um, when I did have a 9-to-5 job, uh, I would, like, as soon as I got home, I just did slice my stuff nonstop. Like, I... Wow basically had two two full-time jobs like it's gonna be really tiring but you have to put a bunch of effort into it but at the same time I mean I think you're already on the right track like because in terms of like uploads like we both have that Mm -hmm. as a similarity like I think once a week is perfect Mm because it's not too much it's not too little where people will forget about you (laughs) um not so sad (laughs) stay relevant (laughs) but yeah I think um start out with a plan like to have a schedule of when you record, when you edit, and then when you upload. I think consistency, I know it's kind of like an overset thing, but right. it's so true. Like, you yeah. really need to be consistent um, for people to remember you and, you know, to actually keep a good yeah, totally. schedule for yourself, you know? Right. Um, I guess that, yeah, that's my... I mean, probably if you ran into, you know, brain farts and just running out of ideas, how do you keep going with those ideas? Honestly, Matt is the one that comes up with ideas. Matt. I mean, it's, like, really hard to come up with ideas, especially when you, like, have a video that does so well. Like, yeah. for example, recently our cornrows video did so well. I love that well. one. Yes. Uh, we've never had a video. It literally gained a million views in, like, a day or two days. That's, That's never happened to us. And so you can imagine the pressure that we had. Like, oh, my gosh, what should we post next? Like, you, you always get in this mindset of wanting to top your last idea. But that's a really unhealthy mindset yeah. because then you'll go crazy. You will literally lose your mind. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. The ideas, like, kind of come naturally because um, I feel like they only come when we're being ourselves and just hanging out. 
as opposed to like sitting there and thinking about it. I don't know. I just feel like it's yeah. So, so you hard. guys don't like sit down and be like, okay, let's think. We do. It sometimes. comes randomly. Um, I would say so. Matt is really the one that comes up with the ideas. Right. That's just how it is. But um, we have tried to sit and think about ideas back and forth. But I'm just being honest. That it doesn't work that well that yeah. way. I don't know why. I think it's because like. I think it's if we had a team, it might be easier to bounce off of ideas. But mm. us two being so involved in everything, I don't know. I just like it's so hard to come up with ideas. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good because I mean, I have a I have help because I have guests choose what it is. I'm like, sure. oh, that's true. <laughs> but I have like usually I have a li- a list in advance. Like when I talk to you, like I, I was like, you don't have anything. I have a list. Mm-hmm. So, um, but eventually, you know. I'm going to have a brain fart eventually. Yeah. Or maybe people would want to kind of repeat the same thing, so I would have to change it a bit. But, oh, I mean, I see. it's still early in the process, but yeah. eventually, you know. Actually, now that you said that, I think, like, especially when you're starting out, you have to, like, have a niche. Like, I feel like you don't have to, but, mm-hmm. like, for example, if you're on YouTube and you're doing, like, makeup tutorials and travel vlogs and all this, like, chances are most most likely people won't really return to your channel because mm. it's just so confusing. Like, they don't know what you do. And let's just say they subscribe to your makeup video because they really liked it. Um, but then they see that you post a travel vlog. They're like, I didn't subscribe for this. They might right. unsubscribe or just not really return. So I feel like if your viewers or your audience knows what to expect, then they'll be much more likely to come back. And I think that's when our channel started doing well is when we started doing a lot of like relational and cultural videos is when Mm. people were like, okay, I'm seeing this a lot. So like I can always expect this from them. And that's when you notice like when we don't do a cultural video, like it doesn't perform as well, which Mm. is fine. Um, But I think at least starting out, like you really should niche it down. Like for you, I I know your topics are pretty vague. Like you kind of let it. Yeah. be up to the people that you're I think that's a good and bad thing that's I know it mention is it because I literally say in the beginning of most of my episodes like here we're gonna talk about everything and mm-hmm. anything and like do I really want to you know like <laughs> I mean we can talk about everything but I think it's just trying I have to try to navigate it in a way where it's one more specific I guess yeah or maybe the questions I ask are towards something like purpose or like you know giving some information to people I don't know I think that's what I have well to think about this way I guess like if you listened to a podcast where they said oh on this podcast we talk about everything and anything like would you be interested and intrigued by that or would you be like what does that mean you know what I mean or like think of like certain people like Ellen DeGeneres or I don't know certain like when you think of certain people that have a show or something like you kind of know them for something right. um but at the same time, like, I guess my advice is when you're starting out, I, I do think it needs to be a little bit more specific, okay. targeting something so that people know. And um, it's kind of a blessing. But as you grow, like, I feel like you have a little bit more wiggle room and freedom to do things because people will eventually kind of fall in love with you. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll always love the topics, but I think people become really attached to the person behind the topics. And then eventually when you have an audience, I don't think it matters as much, like, if you start to kind of go off right. from that thing. Right. I don't know. I don't know if that's even good advice to give, but I know that that's at least definitely true, that if they know what they're coming for, then you probably will see more success in, in the beginning, at least. Right. Um, but I know you don't want to, like, limit yourself. Yeah. So it's definitely, totally. like, you just kind of have to cho- pick and choose. Sorry, I feel like I'm talking too much. Oh, no, you're good. There's this, this one example, which is pretty good, because me and Matt started out... Um, did you see our Disney Channel video? Yeah. The, okay, yeah. so that's our first video that ever went viral. Um, first, it went viral on Facebook. Like, it got a million views in three days. Wow. And then on YouTube, it got, you know, viral again. I don't remember how many views, but we went from, like, 4,000 subscribers to, like, 25,000 just from that one video, which is completely insane. And everyone was telling us, like, all you have to do is, like, do that just in different places. Like, Mm -hmm. I swear, we could have probably built a a very successful channel off of doing that. Mm -hmm. But, like, that literally was not, like, anything... It was so weird because we weren't even in the video, really. Yeah. And we didn't want to do that. So, but, like, people were telling us, if you just keep doing this, like, you'll skyrocket. But, yeah. like, did we didn't want to skyrocket off of something that we weren't passionate about. Like, it was right. just one video idea that we had. So yeah. it was really hard to keep the subscribers staying. Like, the next time we uploaded a video, 
like with 25,000 subscribers, you would expect a couple thousand views. We wouldn't even get like like 200 views you know what wow. I mean like because people would be like oh that's not what I subscribe for you know it's not like another Disney yeah, yeah so you kind of that. I feel like you do kind of have to be intentional about okay. what you're posting and it's like not really going to be in your favor if it's too vague at first mm. um, but I kind of feel like your podcast does kind of have a very like a nice pattern mm. of the kind of content that you're uploading I mean do you feel that like do you think yeah so far yes um I think it's just gonna be in terms of now that it's growing little by little like I don't want people to think that it's just you know like I said before just a place to to uh talk about their opinions just to talk about it Mm -hmm. like me as being the host like I want to challenge my my listeners and the person I'm I'm interviewing because you know it's a essentially a conversation and I really see conversations as a place to grow, a place to learn and to encourage. So I think that's like the main thing, no matter what topic it is. I feel like there's always going to be something great. Like we're talking about like God, like literally he has a purpose in everything. So I feel like with whatever hobby someone introduces to the podcast, like then I can like find my way in into actually yeah. having them be more passionate about what they're talking about rather than just them explaining what they do, you know? Yeah. So I think it's more of me trying to get wiggling through it, you know, like you said. So yeah, don't come to me. It's tough, yeah. It is tough. <laughs> it is tough. Um, since we talked about, you know, all your accomplishments throughout uh, these years in YouTube, what are you looking forward to? Especially, you know, this 2019, what are your great goals? Um, I know that you're getting married, so... I think feel like a lot of things are going to change as well with YouTube along with, you know, getting married. So what are you looking forward to? Um, well, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting married. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. I'm a little nervous, though, to be honest. Like, I feel like my life is going to be so different. I've literally been living with my parents. Like, besides, with the exception of college, living, on, like, on campus and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I've lived with my parents for the past, like, you know, 25 years, basically. Right. And I've never... I know, like, a lot of people who are in relationships move in with each other um, before they're married, which is, like, so normal. Like, I'm just literally not allowed to. Like, even if I wanted Same. to. <laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I have nothing against that. It's just I would literally be dead. Yeah. Same. <laughs> so, you know, once me and Matt get married, we're literally going to, like, move in together for the first time. Um, you know, so we're no longer going to be a long-distance relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we've thought about oh now that we'll have more time together maybe we can upload more than once a week but I think to keep our sanity we're just going to keep it to once a week still um but yeah I'm really looking forward to what my life is going to be it's it's really going to be completely different yeah like living with Matt and being like that's that's so exciting but living on our own is really like nerve-wracking I don't know it's just gonna be completely new yeah Um, but I'm more so looking forward to it like it's just really hard when you're when you don't live with each other and you have ideas and editing like he's like he'll be able to be more involved in that too so it'll just be a lot of good happening for sure yeah i think a lot more topics or a lot of more video ideas yeah too Mm -hmm. for me what i look forward to in this podcast this year is to hopefully grow in numbers and have more people not just be drawn to my podcast specifically but i think just that podcasts in general you know there's so many Mm. podcasts other than you know just mine and just taking the time to just sit down and listen that's one of the main things that had me drawn to podcasting um that we live in such a chaotic world and things can be overwhelming and sometimes you just need to sit down and relax and just listen so that's one thing i really want to push for a lot of people a lot of listeners out there uh to really take the time to to ponder basically Mm -hmm. you know ponder about the things in life ponder about what's going on and i love you know how you have the same mindset of why like why am i doing this why am i with this person why am i in this job uh that's one thing i want to really question the whole community even if it's in this area and maybe it's not like worldwide like you you know that's still something and that's our purpose as influencers yeah it's awesome one thing i also want to get into is meeting a lot of people like you said i really need to look for other podcasters yeah you should i mean do you look up to any in particular that Mm -hmm. you're inspired by 
Not really. Like, most yeah. of the podcasts were just preaching-based. Like, I, that's how I started. Like, I love listening to preachings, and usually mm. they have podcasts online. Oh. Other than that, there's, like, lifestyle ones that I listen to. Shane Dawson, because he has conspiracy ones. Mm-hmm. I love conspiracies. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, other than that, there's not many out there that I listen to, but, of course... I love to. I would love to listen to those in my community who have podcasts. I just haven't, you know, searched into that, which I need to because I feel like we shouldn't be so ignorant to the fact that there are other creatives out there. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes we can be so focused on ourselves. Yeah, definitely. Do you have anything else to say as we close? Uh, I don't think so. I just think um, I'm. I'm really excited that we got to talk about this because I think um, power with. Uh, social media influence is really important and like if you're if you want to get into it I think you have to know what it comes with and how big of a responsibility it is it's not it's like something a baby. that's easy you know <laughs> it's not something that's easy or that anyone can do you have to be really um you have to be really excited about it and passionate about it and know that it could take time and be right. so you have to be really patient right. and um also like if you do start to run into people that recognize you you can't be like I don't know, you have to like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I, sometimes I see, like, people that have influence, and they're just, like, so snobby sometimes when they, I, I don't know, I just feel like you have to like every part of it. You have to like being hated, too. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, you real. just have to know that it comes with good and bad. Yeah, I, don't I think, think this is for anyone, I think that, like, you can really tell about a person about, on how they react to certain situations, mm-hmm. like, reacting to negative ones and negative comments, like, you can really tell about a person and how they react, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That's why I don't, I don't like Twitter. Like, mm-hmm. I got off of Twitter a long time ago. Um, of course, it brings a lot in the mm-hmm. community. It's, it really um, lets people know about things, updates people and stuff, even though we're kind of going back to what we were talking mm-hmm. about. But just the fact that, you know, it's a huge thing and how it has so much influence on people, I think that's what we need to consider is that we should kind of keep it or use it in a way that's, you know, beneficial for everybody. And and it can be very con- deceiving, you know, mm-hmm. in just the things that social media can give us. But I think it's our responsibility, too, because, you know, it was given to us. And yeah. so it's like with your YouTube channel, what are you going to do with that? Yeah. What are you going to do with your podcast? What are you going to do with whatever hobby you guys have? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with anything that you have now? Even if it's the little things, like you started off, poor like I I'm poor right now like yeah. we're all we're all struggling <laughs> yes. financially some way we you know we're struggling maybe at home or we're struggling yeah. you know in any different way mm-hmm. um but we all start from somewhere yeah. and I think that's awesome yeah I do too <laughs> yeah so as we close this episode first I want to say you guys must follow slice and rice <laughs> truly they have amazing content I can't stress that enough Thank you so much, Glory. Yes, I, thank you for this. having me. Yeah, I was like really excited when you asked me. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's like amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, please guys follow her uh, and Matt. But always, 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 hopefully, hopefully this episode inspired you guys, you as creatives to really venture out and not be scared or fearful. And for my believers out there, know that whatever you're doing, you know, you have a purpose. God has a purpose for all of you guys. And there's a reason why you're where you're at, you know, for a purpose. So thank you guys so much for listening. Remember to keep on those curious minds of yours and continue to inspire others and encourage others. And I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Bye. Bye.